Hello, everyone. Welcome to Developing Palettes. I'm Aaron Loomis coming to you from the Drew Estate Studio. With me today is June Lou, Seth Geis. I'm from the Villager Scar Studios, John McTavish. How you guys doing? Doing well, man. Good. A uh, bit of a harsh weekend with my team once again playing with my feelings and then crushing them, which, you know, it's tough to enjoy football these you days. You should be thrilled, man. This uh, is a great time to be a Jess fan. What are you talking about? I'd rather like just... a point or two. Exactly. They, they almost beat them, too. It's like one play. They lost, man. They almost they almost beat them twice, actually. Um, but it's it's the hope. It's the hope that kills you. Hopefully, for our audience, um, they're appreciating that. Uh, I hope that I am one hundred percent less echoey this week. And uh, yeah, because I have to listen to it too when I edit the videos. So anyway, Seth videos. is the one that should be really upset and crying because his boy got let go. Yeah, he's going to end up in San Francisco. Ain't he? He's totally going to end up in San Francisco. I have, I have, I have no feelings whatsoever. Oh. You know, people were like, "Oh, he went to Carolina." I was like, "Great!" So now I can hear people in Carolina bitch about the fucking guy. <laughs> Dealt with dumbasses in Ohio. Now I'm dealing with dumbasses here in North Carolina. I'm not excusing Baker, by the way. But how do you feel? How do you feel when Sam Darnold takes your takes your starting spot? You know, like, I love that's, it. That's gonna I sting it. a little bit. Don't you? I, when I saw that Sam Darnold was starting, I was like, "Dude, he's gonna light up those Broncos too." <laughs> I think like he got two touchdowns. I want to say lit him up, but that's lighting it up for Sam Darnold. That's lighting up for Sam. That's lighting Jesus. up for Baker Mayfield. That's lighting up for Baker Mayfield too, man. That's like so. But actually, what what's more exciting though is that we have a family friend, high school starting right tackle who's playing in uh, the state championship. That's cool. So for this Friday at Chapel Hill, nice. very cool. So Grimsley Whirlies playing the Newburn. Whatever the fuck they are in four A football, just sounds all made up. Anyways, we're way off the rails, and <laughs> yeah. uh, we're we're two minutes in, and we we haven't even talked anything cigar. Yeah. All right. So today we're talking about the thanks ice for rack. watching. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for watching. Fucking that up. Uh, we're talking about the Asylum 10 11, 18. cigars of Figurado, uh, six inch by forty eight and fifty four ring gauges. Uh, comes out of the CLE factory in Honduras. Uh, Rapper Binder Filler, all listed, is from Honduras. No further detail than that. Uh, price point is $20.60. Cigar was released in July of 2022. Um, so, June, take us to your overall experience, like what, what it was like with this cigar. Yeah, I thought it was a nice coffin box. Outside of that, I didn't really think much of it. Um, you know, uh, you didn't even like the band? You can't even like the band color? I like the band. I like the band. Okay, Very well, there cool you go. Band. So you so you you got in the box. We like the band. Yep. All right. I opened the box. I was like, wow. Sweet. I lit band. it. And I was like, oh. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, talking about, some, you know, let's, let's substantiate some of this. Um, you know, I, I, I thought that the, it was kind of odd, actually. I thought it was a medium full strength profile. But I thought the flavors in itself were kind of like thin and hollow, um, which is kind of contradictory to each other. Uh, but at, I mean, at the end of the day, it's just it's nothing really engaging. Like great presentation, love that. Like Figurado, which is very like you know Camacho. Well, not Camacho. Uh, oh yeah, Camacho. Was Camacho? Right? Was originally Was Camacho? Yeah. Was Camacho? Yeah. Um, the brainchild. So. No, but nothing. I mean, in terms of like flavor profile, I mean, it's it's a pass for me. All right, Seth, what were your thoughts? Well, 
I I looked at the box, thought the box was great. I opened the box. I liked how the cigar looked. I started smoking the cigar and I actually liked it too. Um, it was listen, I thought it was medium, medium full, um, decent burn, really good draw. Um, but I I enjoyed the flavor profile. Um, it had some dry wood, hay, barnyard, leather, tobacco. There was some soft cream. It I mean, it kind of it had that Honduran puro quality um that i think is kind of a positive quality because it's just it's a good blend um and it smoked well you know from beginning to end um a little bit of transition and complexity but overall it was just really enjoyable um so good experience john yeah i mean i don't think there was any doubt in any well if as soon as they lit it up i was like yeah was, if i was smoking this blind it'd be pretty obvious what this was and where it came from because it's it's very Honduran, which isn't a, a negative thing. It's just, you know, you immediately start smoking and you're like, okay, yeah, this is heavily Honduran. Um, but it was nice. It was, it started out chocolate, baking spices, wood. Um, you know, obviously that, that, uh, what I always get for a fingerprint for the Honduran stuff is that sort of musty tobacco center. Um, so I definitely got that. Um, and then kind of more of the same in the second, third, although uh, I will say it kind of fell off in, in strength. Like it, it was kind of at the light plus mark, maybe slightly higher than that in the second, third. And then the last third uh, started out chocolate, musty tobacco, and then it just kind of became more wood forward, um, which is a bit of a letdown, but what are you going to do? Uh, burn was just about perfect. I had to do one touch up and then um, uh, draw was perfect. So uh, overall, good. Aaron, what about you? Yeah, for me, the cigar started with toasted cedar, earth, and a bright black pepper baking spice combination. Uh, the pepper spice combination settled into just black pepper pretty quickly. I uh, got some creaminess that joined in at the end of the third. And then the second third saw a floral note join in, and the creaminess increased. And then the final third saw the cream depart. Um, and I also had perfect construction on, on my sample. Um I thought the cigar actually started a little bit out of balance, kind of with that sharp uh, and bold black pepper. But once the cigar started kind of increasing ring gauge, um, you know, it kind of found its balance and increased in enjoyment and kind of maintained that nice profile the rest of the way. So um, I think the best part of the cigar is when it's at its thickest. Because um, when it gets kind of the at either end, it kind of loses a bit of, you know, what it has uh, when it has more tobacco in it, I think. But um you know, it's got a hefty price point, um, but I thought it was pretty good. So, um, you know, you can kind of balance that out a little bit, but I'd be up for coming back to the cigar. Just kind of weird that it, I didn't find the first third as enjoyable as I found the rest of the cigar, which doesn't happen for me very often. All right. So let's get into the scores sort of the top. Uh, Seth and I both gave it a 6.82. John gave it a 6.72 and June gave it 5.75. So Seth, how'd that 6.82 match up for you? You're muted. I'm sorry. First video. I mean, <laughs> wow. Just wow. I'm so pissed. Off, you off you, the you find yourself released and replaced by Sam Dar. Uh, just, uh, <laughs> uh, listen, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, mine was, I I know it's like the 1118, but mine didn't seem too dramatic. So it seemed yeah. more like Toro, which I enjoyed. Because <laughs> um, for some reason, I just get fucking pissed off at the 1118 Vitola. Um <laughs> Price points a little high, but at the same time, it was a good stick, and I kind of understood what was going on with it. And I think with today's age, so it's you know it's not that bad of a price point yeah. for what it is. Um, I wouldn't smoke like 
it's not like a cigar I'd like smoke a bunch of them um but i would definitely come back to it um and i you know i enjoy these hunter and blend so yeah um who's next john june's at the bottom of the barrel not me i had this oh, yeah. as well um yeah it matches up well i mean i think it was a you know a good play- flavor profile um i don't know if time would kind of settle out that first third for me or, or not but it might even bump up a bit more than that but perfect construction you know definitely a cigar i'd come back to you know probably like we we're talking about price points a bit high but um you know these these scores are kind of rare for me so i'd, I'd be up for coming back to it all right john 6.72 you know, uh, the score match is what I wrote down, but when I look at that 6.72, I'm like, that doesn't really match my experience. So I feel like, you know, I might have been a little generous on the scoring um, because to me, it had perfect instruction, but like, I wasn't really blown away. So I guess, you know, I probably should have said it was an overall average experience, which is weird because it was a good first and second, third. But like, I came away from it going, would I smoke it again if it was $12? Uh, I don't know. I don't know that I would. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right, June, 5.75. No, I uh, <laughs> kind of screwed it up for all you guys. Um, oh, well, Alidino 2.0 over here. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Don't buy it. I don't want it. I don't like it. <laughs> all right. Any uh, final thoughts from you guys on this one? Um, I wonder why. I mean, I wonder... <laughs> I know you got to like the, the, it's an anniversary. You got to sex it up a little bit, but I'm kind of a cheap guy. So like, if you left off the box, did you knock two dollars off the price or three dollars off the price? You know, because like maybe that's the strategy, and they're like, we're comfortable with that because we're gonna we know they're gonna sell, and that's fine. But like, you know, I'm kind of a cheap guy. Like, can we can we can we just you know put a third band on it and just knock off the coffin like is that eh, i would have if i see what john's saying i think if you gave me the option like do you want to buy this cigar in a box or would you rather pay a dollar less and get it without a box yeah i don't need the box the box is cool but the box the band itself is pretty cool i I think you could you could rock that and you'd be perfectly i don't know if you're confident with the blend who gives a shit about all the fancy packaging just put 10 10 cigars in a box and if it's good I don't care about the little coffin but do yeah, most but people it, care oh yeah most people care yeah, yeah, yeah I, I would assume that the average cigar smoker sees the coffin and, and you know they smoke with their eyes so yeah. <laughs> and with the with the old liberties you know always coming in coffin with the 1118 maybe they just feel like they can get it they can protect the cigar a bit better in the, in the coffins like you know how are they going to place these in a, in a box? And I'm sure, and I know they've done it with like other some other plans in the other direction of the eleven. Camacho Liberty, yeah. What is Camacho Liberty doing? Let's do the opposite of that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Let's make a cigar that's good. Yep. All right. Wherever you're catching this video, be sure to like and subscribe. But be sure to catch the full written review on the website developmentpalace.com. Follow us on all the social media channels, and you can catch all of our review recaps on podcasts, iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean. Thank you for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next one. Love and 18.